day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Fresh Frozen Southerner podcast. My name is Jay. I hope all is well. All right, my wife asked me to read an article that she saw online a couple days ago, and I've been thinking about it ever since. Uh, The article, the headline made it seem like the article was going to be about how people are product of their environment which in large part I actually agree with. It's not the end-all be-all, but of course where you come from does affect what kind of person you're going to be. That is not the article that was presented to me, though. Uh, The article was dealing with how neighborhoods are basically still segregated. Uh, You know, you have white communities, you have black communities, you have Latino communities, and how the black and Latino communities are generally much lower income than the white communities, and of course they're blaming this on systemic racism, uh, because obviously the American system forces blacks and Latinos to live in low-income areas. Even if you you know go to college and become a professional and you're making $200,000 a year, obviously you were forced to live in the slums. It does not matter how much money you make or how good of a career you have, you have to Wait, they don't have to live there? They can move and live wherever they want? Oh, oh. Okay, well, just disregard everything I just said because apparently it was not true. Um, Unfortunately, people live in low-income neighborhoods because they have low incomes. That is due in great part to the decisions that that individual has made through their lives. They are not forced to live there by anybody but the circumstances of their own decisions. A lot of people, when I say stuff like that, tell me I'm incredibly naive. Uh, The reason that I don't buy into systemic racism dictating every moment of somebody's life is because, yes, you do have a lot of people living in low-income areas, and by and large, Latinos and blacks are a little bit more likely to live in those areas. Uh, But number one, we have got plenty of Poor white Americans, believe me, I grew up in Appalachia. I've seen them. They do exist. And we have got a huge number of extremely successful Latino and black Americans. And I'm not, I've never heard a good explanation as to why, if it's systemic racism, these people manage to squeeze through the cracks and get ahead in life. My personal opinion is because these are intelligent people that made good decisions and worked hard and got ahead. Strangely enough, me having that belief makes me a racist in this country. But I do have one question. If it's racism, if it's systemic racism that's holding brown and black people down, shouldn't the honkies be in the lead? Because this never gets brought up in these types of stories Uh, White America is not doing the best of any racial group. Eastern Indians, if I can speak, Eastern Indians, uh, men and women from Pakistan, India, that area of the country, or I'm sorry, that area of the world, are doing extremely well. Much better than whites. Um, Asians are kicking everybody's ass. Uh, The Asians and the you, know, you want to talk about minorities, Asians are the smallest demographic among the ra- racial groups. Uh, Asians are kicking ass and taking names in this country. Now, both of those are minorities. Both of those are doing better than white Americans. Whitey is fair to Midland in almost every category. But for some reason, it's always blamed on white racism, why people are being held down. Well, 
if that's the case, we're not even very good at that because we're coming in third in a six people, uh, five people race. Uh, because the Eastern Indians and Asians have much higher median incomes than whites. Uh, they have the level of education in Asians is much higher than whites. Uh, the level of divorce in their family is much lower than whites. And that has a a big deciding factor into how prosperous your family is going to be. And nobody ever wants to talk about the fact that Eastern Indians and Asians, they come from a culture that puts a huge emphasis on hard work, a huge emphasis on personal responsibility, a huge emphasis on strong family bonds. All these things make a huge difference. You know, white people are all over the place. You've got some that do everything the Asians do. They turn out very well. You know, they get good education. They get a good skill set. You know, they stay together in marriages. They take care of their children. Um, you've also got people that are you know, dealing math out of their trailer park and have been to jail seven times, and you know they're just waiting on their eighth time. Uh, they're getting DUIs every Friday night. You you can find any any spot along the spectrum. You can find a white person, and the same is true for Asians and blacks and Latinos, and some of those people started out in extremely nice neighborhoods, and some of those people started out in the slums and the ghettos. It does not matter where you're from. What matters in this country is how hard you're willing to work. Um, some on intelligence, and you know, unfortunately, some people simply are going to come up a little short in that category. That does not mean that you're going to be living on welfare for the rest of your life. It means you're just going to have to figure out a different path for yourself. But where you're from does affect who you are. Where you're from does not dictate who you're going to be. Look at me personally. I'm from Appalachia. I've made no secret about that. I'm very proud of growing up in Appalachia. Um, I do not live in a trailer at the end of a dirt road, and I'm not running a moonshine still up on the mountain in the hopes of one day being able to afford a pair of shoes. That is the stereotype of a white hillbilly from Appalachia, but I don't fit into that. It did not dictate what I would turn out to be because I was born in the mountains of Virginia. But despite the media and the politicians trying to divide us into all these little groups and the animosity between Americans just growing and growing and growing, there is one little segment of our society that has the answer to all of this, and that is the military. Now, the military does not suffer from these little cliques and animosities and all this crap. And the reason that the military gets around all of that is because the military changes the way you think of who you are and where you're from. When you join the military, first of all, they give you all the same haircut and they give you all the same uniforms and you're all working together and you're all on the same level. Now, I'm not suggesting that we should have government-issue haircuts and outfits, but what the government or what the military does extremely well is it gets you into the thinking that, you know, you're not from the South, and you're not from the North, and you're not from the East Coast, and you're not from the West Coast. You're not Jewish. You're not Lutheran. You're not Catholic. You know, you're not Black. You're not White. You're not Asian. You're soldiers. And they're not asking people to disavow their religion or disavow their ethnic heritage. They just set up a structured society where 
that is not the most important thing. The most important thing is the group that you are in right now, which is the military. And every man and woman in the military is a team. They're all working together. They depend on the person to the right and to their left, and those people do the same thing. And that forms a cohesive bond with those people. It's not 100% foolproof, obviously. You're always going to have individual conflicts, but it works about a thousand times better than what the genius social engineers are trying to steer us toward, which is just pure chaos and probably a civil war at some point. I hate to sound like Charles Manson, uh, but it seems like a lot of the decisions that are being made today, it, or they're designed specifically to start a race war. The media needs to stop pushing that division in this country. Um, they turn everything into a race, race issue. The spy in Georgia that was shot up a couple of months ago, that was reported as just 100% this guy hated Asians, and it was just straight up a hate crime and an attack on an Asian community. Well, turns out that's not even close to being true. Uh, this young man was very mentally unstable, and he was also a sex addict. And apparently that spa was a rub and tug because he frequented that spa quite often. And in his delusional brain, he decided that the fact that that place existed was a big factor in his sickness. And because he was crazy, his solution was, well, I'll go kill everybody there and that'll take care of the issue. Um, he did not kill them because they were Asians. He killed them because he believed they were the cause of his problems, and those ladies happened to be Asian. Um, it doesn't make it less of a tragedy, but why are you turning something that is not racially motivated into something that is just racially motivated? I don't understand how that helps anybody except for the media and their click-through rates. Which, if you think about it, that means that CNN hopes people get murdered so they can make a little bit more advertising money. When you look at it that way, it's a pretty sick way to be. It's not a good way any way you look at it. And I'm sure they're not, they won't admit to themselves that they're hoping people die, but that's what they're doing. I mean, they hope that there's a shooting so they can report on it. They hope that there's some tragedy so they can report on it. And they drool all over themselves when it does happen because they're so excited to get to report on it. I just want to know how far they're going to push this stuff. Because they're already teaching kids in school that white people are racist. Not that some white people are racist or you know, some white people have done racist things. If you are Caucasian, you are racist. Which I don't see how anybody can be so oblivious to the fact that that itself is a racist statement. I mean, you're labeling an entire race of people with a negative attribute. That is pretty much the definition of racist. And if we're just racist, then obviously it's okay to treat us like crap or, you know, hey, if we even get that race war going, you know, I have to kill them. I mean, they're racist. I mean, what are you going to do? It's, it's a white person. He's a racist. It was okay for me to shoot him. I saw an article around the election time that there is a study that came out that said conservatism is due to a different brain structure than most people would have. Oh, so that's great. So I believe in small government and personal responsibility because I have a physical defect in my brain. 
oh, well, that'll that'll help uh, categorize everybody when you're looking to who to fill up the mass graves. You know, because Hitler was so kind and gentle with the physically disabled when he took over. Oh, wait, I read that wrong. No, he executed all of the physically disabled people when he took over Germany. So that's might be where that's heading. Um, I'm not sure why anybody would publish a study like that in this day and age. You know, I can remember a time when there were studies that proved that African-Americans were mentally inferior to white people. Um, of course, that's abhorrent today, but we can we can put something out about conservatives because, you know, nobody cares about those people. It's We're going down the wrong road. And here it is. It's the 4th of July holiday, and we're still talking about this kind of crazy crap. I'm not ashamed of where I'm from. I'm not ashamed of America. So I want you to get out and celebrate the founding of this country. Um, it has not been outlawed yet. I'm sure that's on the agenda because everything about, else about America has to be dragged through the mud. But this country is not evil. This country is not racist. I know this is a very unpopular opinion, but America has done more to bring freedom and economic prosperity to this planet than any other country that's here. And you could probably go so far as to say is any country ever. Of course, it's not perfect. And you would have to look through the lens of the times that a lot of these things happened but the bottom line is, is no country is perfect, but this country has worked hard to overcome some of the problems of the past, and we have always strove to get better as we go through our history. Again, nothing's perfect, um, but if you look at the history of any country on this planet, you're going to find horrors in their history. Uh, the difference between countries is, is that how you want to live? Because a lot of countries are still hacking people up with machetes just because they live in the next village. Or do you try to improve? Do you try to improve your society, make it more welcoming, make it more safe? America is one of the countries that has tried to make itself better. Um, I don't know why people don't give America the same benefit of the doubt as they do some of these third world countries. Uh, they act like you know, genocidal maniacs that are killing everybody in their country somehow have a moral authority above America. But I do have a little bit of advice for you, and this is actually good advice any day of the year, but particularly on 4th of July weekend. Get out, celebrate this country, enjoy yourself. Do not let the most angry and bitter people in our society tell you how to live because they want you to be bitter and angry just the way they are. And that's no way to be. Get out, enjoy your holiday weekend, enjoy the birth of our country, uh, drink a beer for me. I'm going to drink several beers for you, each of you individually. And I hope you have a great weekend. Uh, this was a little bit of a shorter episode, but like I say, this is a holiday weekend, and you guys have better things to do than listen to me run my mouth. Uh, but I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, if you did, leave me a like and a comment. And as always, you can send me comments to the Facebook page at Fresh Frozen Southerner or at freshfrozensoutherner at gmail.com. All right, guys, get out there, have a good holiday weekend, enjoy your summer, and I will talk to you soon. Bye.